Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Breaking news on 97.3 The Fan, presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Saw a tweet this morning that said it might be a quiet Black Monday in the NFL. Black Monday, of course, is the day after the end of the regular season when coaches generally get their walking papers after an unsuccessful year. Uh, They said one name maybe to look at was Ron Rivera of the Commanders. But we just got a firing in the NFL come down, and it wasn't Ron Rivera. Cliff Kingsbury of the Arizona Cardinals, after I think a 4-13 and season, just got let go. And, I mean, he took them to heights that they haven't seen in a while. He was like the prodigal son. Yeah, he was. And he was. it all just kind of fell apart over the last season and a half. I mean, they were in the catbird seat in the middle of the 2021 season, and they fell apart late and then never put it back together this year. And now Cliff Kingsbury is out of a job. They just signed him yep. to an extension 10 and Kyler Murray months ago. Neither of them have been exceptionally successful at this point. I was thinking about it last night when I saw the Lovey Smith news he, come down. He was down. fired yesterday. Yeah, he was fired yesterday after, after essentially costing the Houston Texans the number one overall pick because he went for two. They had won two games to that point, and they have a chance to win the game. He goes for two. They get it. They win, costing them the number one picks. The number one pick it went to the Chicago Bears. But I looked at his. He still had three years left on his deal, and I thought to myself, "What a gig where you can sign a four-year contract. You're terrible. They fire you." And then they pay you for all four years. Is that not the dream? Isn't that better, in fact, than coaching, actually, all four years? Getting stress to not work. Getting, pay me to I'll go away. It's the best gig in sports. Getting fired is very profitable. And Cliff Kingsbury will be getting uh, his contract extension was through the 2027 season. And so you look at this and you're like, all right, so now you guys got to pay him 24, 25, 26, and four more years. They got to pay this guy. It's such bad business. I, Colonel Budget, you, my friend, I know you've hung up your spikes uh, in the baseball world. Colonel Budget, as an NFL owner, though, if you sign a guy to a four year extension, isn't he going to ride that out? Aren't you going to ride him out and see what he can do in four years? You know, it's such. I, I'm torn on this one because Dean Spanos has always been an owner that I think holds on to coaches too long because he doesn't want to pay double for another coach sure. it's like hey, you made a mistake okay. you got to move on from mike mccoy can I, you blame I, it? I, i'm not can you blame can you blame an owner for not I, wanting to do that? i don't but i'm not and i'm not the guy who's like you got to get rid of this guy i was screaming at the top of my lungs to get rid of mike mccoy a year before he was finally fired 
Like, and I'm not the guy who usually does that. If you got me yelling, it's time. You've got to get rid of the guy at that point. But they held on to him for another year, a dismal year Atrocious. in San Diego. Really part of the reason I think that, you know, the Chargers lost a lot of momentum here and everything. Bad decision-making by their ownership. You know, and it clearly it continues on and on. I was reading earlier, though, about the uh, in the Texans' situation. Terrible. Doesn't that... That makes your position in your team it's, a little bit less desirable because they fired their last coach yeah, after one after year. After one year. And it's like, well, you traded Deshaun Watson, maybe for the right reasons, you know, we, that's a different sure. topic. But, like, you have gutted your team. They said it. You brought in two guys that were st- two guys that were almost expected to fail. And then when they did exactly what was expected of them, you fired them. Right. You, you did this. So they didn't- you're, you know, coordinator X, and you're, like, getting all these coaching offers, and you go, I don't, don't want to go there. to Houston if I don't go... Twelve and five, like I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm fired. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean with Davis Mills. Yeah, Mike McCoy had a franchise quarterback. He had a lot of talent and wasn't getting it done. Yeah, no, they everyone knew the Texans were gonna stink, and it was up to Lovey Smith to try to keep it together. From everything I saw, they kind of did. They didn't win a ton of games, but they didn't. You know, they didn't give up. They kept going at the end of the season. Did what they could. He was absolutely expected to lose. But yeah, they had no chance this year. Everyone Did knew they had no chance. Did he cost himself his job by winning that I game? Don't. I, you know, I was trying to think about that. So the Bears ended up getting the first pick anyway. Right. If the Texans still want a franchise quarterback, trade the Bears up. already the, the Bears, Bears have already a quarterback. have one. They don't they're need a quarterback. They're not going to take a quarterback. Yeah. They might trade out to a team that wants one. Not necessarily. I mean, who is the franchise? Is it Bryce Young? I mean, is he really the, TJ the guy who's yeah. going to save your franchise? For Lovey Smith to get fired like an hour after the game, that decision was made before yeah, it was, it was yesterday's done. game. It's just a train wreck of an organization, the Houston Texans. Well, uh, and yeah, especially because really, they won. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's uh, also a lot of speculation on Sean McVay. And I saw that as well. That's more on out. whether he wants to walk away. He just doesn't feel like his heart's quite kind of in it as much as it was. Dude, we saw the stories. How long has he been in the league? Five years? We saw the stories when we were at the old station, when he was just the new, hot, up-and-comer, and we all loved him, and it was fun to watch him, and great sound bites. And they, they started doing the stories about him, how he works. You know, there's 24 hours a day. He works 25. Like, he doesn't stop. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't eat. He works. He's a workaholic. He's psychotic. He won his chip. He won his Super Bowl. They've traded away every draft pick known to man. So he's looking at this situation going, well, they want me on TV. I'm young. I'm handsome. I still have my health. I'm a good talker. For me, it's a no-brainer. Who are probably the two smartest coaches out there? Bill Cowher and Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. They won the Super Bowl. They got the hell out. And then they're doing TV for the rest of their lives. And how many times have we thought, oh, yeah, Bill Cowher, they, he's never leaving that TV desk. He loves getting paid and not having to put in the the coaching hours. And maybe that's what Sean McVay. I mean, who can blame anyone? I can't. Like, I can make pretty much the same money I'm making and cut my work time by 75%. Yeah, that's not a bad deal if you're a Sean McVay. Yeah, without the gut-rendering stress that being the an criticism, NFL, yeah. the, the critics, yeah, you just go the on. Owner you, that you, you have to satisfy. You call a game, you know, and and have a good time doing it. And you travel around and you talk football with your friends. And and I can totally understand it. I you want he won his chip. Now there are some lifers. Bill Belichick is going to be back Ben for his thirtieth year, whatever the hell it is. He's not going to fire him after that special he's team already said, disaster. He said he's coming back. I mean, the dude. Yeah, he's coming he's, back. He's a lifer. Yeah, maybe they're going to fire him, get rid of his butt for I, his, coach, his poor coaching performance. I, I doubt it very much. Yeah, I doubt too. it very much. <laughs> 
Um, but I will say this, and I tweeted it yesterday, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I know it sucked for a lot of people when the Chargers left here. And it really, it was embarrassing, and it makes the community look crappy, and San Diego does not ever deserve to look crappy because it's far from crappy. And whether that's right or wrong, you know, it was the bad owner, it was everything. I wish to God that we still had them here. I do. Because, frankly, we need the content, Ben and Woods. And having an NFL team, is that's just guaranteed content. It's nope. guaranteed. We'll, we'll get into that a okay. little bit more later on Save this that. hour. Right now, though, let's get to Paulie's headlines and today's Rindle Reports. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report. With Paul Reindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Reindel Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a Wisconsin Oh yeah. accent. Speaking of Wisconsin, let's start there in Green Bay. We talked about last night's game between the Lions and the Packers, mostly from the Detroit standpoint and the amazing post-game audio uh, with Jamal Williams. But was it Aaron Rodgers' last game as a Packer? He was walking out. There's a video. He's walking off the field. And one of the Lions players came up to him and said, Hey, A-Rod, can I get that? Can I get your jersey? See it all the time. Jersey swap. Jersey swap. And Aaron Rodgers, can you hear him say? I think I'm going to hold on to this one. Hmm. Was that his final game? My last game. In Green Bay. Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. I used to really love him. He's really... he's. I've soured on him a touch. Um... A touch. I'm soured on him a touch. Just a touch. Yeah, just a touch. Still love watching him play. Love watching him play last night. I mean, he's not always wrong. No, some, he's not. Some people are always wrong. They're yeah. easy to dislike. Aaron Rodgers mixes in just enough. Just enough charm. Self-awareness. It's like bring you charm. back in. And he like, reels you back. Keep you from hating him entirely all the time. Well, and the fact that they, they're they in that game, win or go home, last night. Yeah. I mean, again, tip your hat. They did a good job down the stretch. Now, <laughs> the Packers fans of, of you know, yesteryear would have said, oh my God, thank God. We get the Lions on our last game of the year. We win this game. We go to the playoffs. This is fantastic. This is a dream. You can't ask for anything better. They lost. They lost that game. And I'm watching Aaron Rodgers scramble, make some plays. I'm watching his receivers just boot balls, just off the fingertips. I just, I've always wondered what he would have been like in the right, you know, in the right scheme with the right talent around him. Um, He's done a great job in his career. There's no question. He's a Hall of Famer. But I watched this last night, and I thought, he's going to do this. This offseason is going to be Aaron Rodgers' watch again. Is he coming back? Will he? Won't he? He said, I'm not going to hold the team hostage. Right. Yeah, he said after the game, at some point the carousel comes to a stop and it's time to get off, and I think you kind of know when that is, and that's what needs to be contemplated. Is it time? Also, what's the organization doing? That's part of it as well, but... The competitive fire is always going to be there. I don't think that ever goes away. Sometimes it gets transferred, I think, to other things that might not ever fill that large void. Golf. But like I said, I got I feel good about what I've accomplished in this league. I wouldn't have any regrets walking away, but I got to see what it feels like 
once I get away from Big this. feel guy. Big feel guy. So do, I, do I feel like I have anything left to prove myself? Do I want to go back and gear up for another grind? Do you or want, is it time? Do you want to your Hall of Fame career to end on a loss to the Lions? Good point. I mean, Tom Brady came back for yeah. eight, nine seasons. Yeah, maybe wins goes on a run and wins the Super Bowl, but I, you know, at some point you're going to end. It's probably going to end on a low. Not note. your turn, right? Yeah. By the way, uh, after the show, can I have that wig shirt off of you yes. and Polly? <laughs> that swat. hat, really yeah. cool. Can I have that hat at the end of the show? I, I was asking yesterday after the soccer's media game. <laughs> anybody? We doing a jersey swap? Who did you want to no, swap? Nobody. Steve O from Emo Brown. Oh yeah, hundred percent. My man Tony was the goalkeeper for them. All right, I'm just going to skip my next story. We're going to go right to this one. 50 Cent was doing an interview uh, recently. did it over the weekend with Big Boy, a uh, famous radio host. It was Big Boy TV. And he mentioned that he is bringing his friends with Eminem, and he's bringing 8 Mile, the movie, to a television series. Man, got me already. I you do love me. that movie. I mean, the movie was spectacular. Ben, did you ever see 8 Mile? No. Of course not. Of course not. Put that on Spring the Spring training, Polly. We're gonna Boys in the Hood, New Jack City, and Eight Mile. We're gonna watch them all in the same day. And I uh, nine straight <laughs> hours of videos. <laughs> so he's bringing Eight Mile into a television series. He's working on it right now, and he was telling Big Boy all about it. And I went and found the audio because there was one quote in there. You guys remember? 50 Cent's first pitch, right? He's in the Mets jersey. Worst of all time. Quite possibly the yeah, worst first one. pitch of all time. That Him makes and a- the guy that used to do mornings here. That, those two were the worst, I think, that, I, that I've ever seen. It makes a little bit more sense, at least in 50 Cent's case, when you hear what he says right at the end of this little clip from uh, him on with Big Boy Big Boy TV. I want to uh, bring, I'm going to bring his uh, 8 Mile to television. Oh, does he know that? Say yes. that. Okay, just check. It. How far along? How wow. far along in the process are you guys of that? We emotion. Really? So it. eight mile, the TV show. Yeah, that's Seriously. dope. Yeah, it's gonna be big. I'm, you know, I'm working. I'm not gonna. Keep, you know, I ain't got no duds. Right, I know. I'm batting a hundred. Batting a hundred. What? Batting a hundred. Is Austin Hedges <laughs> the? Is, is he the executive producer? Of your new eight mile show, one, be- for, one for ten, one with for ten. six strikeouts, a ground out, and a pop up. Now I'm thinking he meant I'm batting a thousand. Yeah. I got no dogs. He thinks that in baseball, if you bat a hundred, that's good. I'm batting a hundred. Pretty much in anything in life, if you're batting a hundred, you're terrible. No, if you're well, no. if you're, I can see somebody that doesn't anything, know anything about not, baseball thinking yeah. that that's good though. But you no, think, no, no, no. Yeah, hundred, you know, you eat the little hundred symbol usually for. Non sports things. Hundred means good. Hundred's the best. On Maybe he got tripped up. One to a hundred. I you get keep 100% it one hundred. I keep it hundred. You hundred percent on a test. You're doing well. A hundred. A hundred. But batting a hundred means one out of ten. Right. So if you put out ten records and one of them hits, you suck. If you have ten radio shows and one of them's good, I get you suck. why it's confusing. Technically, though, mathematically, you're batting <laughs> point. 100. Right. Point one. So a thousand is what he should have said. Yeah, so really. I'm, you know, I'm working. I'm not going to keep, you know, I ain't got no duds. Right. I know. I'm batting a hundred. Batting a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he said batting is, when you say batting, that means baseball. <laughs> I'm batting a hundred. Uh, Finny, that's actually nothing to be proud of, to be honest with you. Well, let's just say I hope this is the one out of ten that he does hit, because I'm very 
excited about yeah, this Yeah, you series. got me. I mean, yeah. they're remaking everything. They're redoing it. We are out of original ideas. <laughs> it's no different here on Bed and Woods. Um, you run out of stuff to talk about. You run out of stuff to do. It's hard to come up with original ideas. But the 8 Mile television series, as long as they get the right actor... Is going to be incredible, Ben. That movie was spectacular. Okay, I will. I will give it a shot. I saw an ad. Speaking of no original ideas, do you see RuPaul's hosting a new game show called Lingo? It's Wordle. They're playing They're Wordle. Wordle on television now. <laughs> I saw. Did you guys see the Magnum PI? Yes, remake? Magnum PI is yep. back. It's everything's back. I mean, Hawaii Five O came back a few are, years ago. Are they remaking Night Court too? Did yeah, I hear? yeah, with a female judge, but John Larroquette is back. Just old John Larroquette is back. There's no, no. nothing new. It's just now remakes of old shows yeah. that we've all seen before. And every now and then one will hit, and it's pretty good and pretty funny. But for the most, like, hey, we're going to remake Cheers. Like, you just, some things you just can't do. But we'll see. We'll see how it works out. All right. Thank Polly, you, Polly. Good job. Um, there's one team I still let myself get worked up all over. The Aztecs, pretty good game on Saturday though at Wyoming. Had well, me you got stressed very out, snippy had on me Twitter. Stressed very out right snippy. to the very end, but you were watching too. I was, and uh, we should have any second now. New top twenty-five coming out, so uh, maybe we'll have that news for you when we come back. It's by the way, once. by the way, quickly before we go to break, uh, I did post your video of you running gassers. If you guys haven't seen that, you can go to at Ben and Woods. You can go to at the Stephen Woods uh, of you running gassers in the hallway and uh, former Padre. Tim Flannery uh, said, I would hold him at third and hope for a big inning. <laughs> Good move, Flan. Good move. That's the right call. That's how you get fired. Oh, I do have the new top 25. <laughs> oh, God. Got some good news, Aztecs fans. We'll have that for you after traffic on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I couldn't help myself. I just tweeted out where the Aztecs are in the new top 25. And, of course, Tier 1 Maggie said, well, I guess I don't need to listen to the next segment. Oh, I've got a surprise still for you, though, Maggie. Don't worry. That tweet for him is like a big, fat line of something. <laughs> just he, forward Paulie, to it. it's the, the dopamine of sending that tweet every Monday during Az- Aztec. Like, you get so giddy about it. 9.15 every Monday. He's just like, yeah. He gets so excited. Well, they're playing some better basketball again. They're 3-0 in the Mountain West, and we're rewarded this morning, yes, by a return to the top 25 rankings, checking in at number 23 in the poll, 222 poll points. But here's what's kind of cool. Right below them, just one point below them with 221 and ranked 24th in the country, Duke. Wow. 12-4. <laughs> yeah. uh, they lost and won a narrow one this week and dropped eight spots in the poll. You don't often see San Diego State right ahead of Duke in the national ranking. So that's kind of a good look. Obviously, uh, New Mexico fell out of the top 25 after uh, suffering two losses in a row following their 14-0 and start. Uh, Nevada got one vote. They're the last team to others receiving votes. They'll be at Viejas Arena tomorrow Indiana. night. And then New Mexico comes on Saturday. So kind of a big week. If the Aztecs can take care of business at home, they can take over first place and and maybe even put a little little bit of distance between them and some of the rest of the conference here early in the season uh, if they can get to 5-0. and oh. Not, not going to be an easy task, but they got through some road games against UNLV and Wyoming on Saturday. Well, you said it Friday. You know, Wyoming traditionally has been a tough place to play. It's the travel. It's the altitude. You watched Wyoming play, and it feels like they're a better team than their record. They were out. They were missing four guys, including their top scorer. They they had a six-man rotation, and you could physically watch. You watched them just run out of gas with about, I'd say, about five minutes left in the game. They're done. I mean, they're cashed. Lazy mistakes, just beat up uh, at that point. But were you concerned at all that the Aztecs didn't roll over that team well, yes and no. I think I know that the metrics are going to say that wasn't a great win because Wyoming's ranked in the mid to late hundreds. I think yeah, they're in like five the, and nine the or net something. rankings. They haven't had a good season. They're missing so many players, and you go, "That's all you beat that team by." But if you watch that game, if you watched it, and you know that San Diego State they're playing at seventy two hundred feet of altitude, and Wyoming is nailing every shot. I mean, they're throwing they up these miss, man. these twenty five foot high-arcing threes that are just swishing, and they can't miss. When you play a team that's hot, it doesn't matter if they're missing their good players. Their good players can't make more shots than their Correct. secondary just players Just because they're a making. good player doesn't make their, their field goal worth more. Exactly, <laughs> right. and, and no one has shot as well against the Aztecs in years, uh, You know, other than maybe Arizona earlier this season, but Wyoming shot over 50% for the game. They made it as hard as you could possibly make it which is why I said that's not just a good win. That's a great win on the road. When you play a team that's playing that that well and making those kind of shots and you're in their building at altitude, that was, a, I thought, a terrific win for the Aztecs to find a way to 
to pull it out. Now, the metrics will say it's only a five-point win, eh, blah, blah, blah. It's only Wyoming. You watched that game. I was very impressed. Um, Lamont Butler, they left him open. He had five three-pointers, had a career high, uh, I think, 23 points. Matt Bradley had 18 that Brian Dutcher said it. they need to get a little more out of their inside play. Yeah. It was efficient when they got it in there. Uh, Ladie had eight rebounds. Some really crap calls, too. I mean, yeah. some really, really crap calls went against them. Had that weird scenario where the Aztecs fouled Wyoming, and it was the seventh team foul. And then they went to a commercial, and they, like, forgot to shoot the free throws yeah. afterwards. What the hell happened there? And you know, the announcer said, wow, Wyoming got completely screwed, and... But the Wyoming went down and, and scored two points. I think they got fouled and made both free throws. So, in essence, it was the Aztecs who kind of got screwed because the Wyoming would have had to have made a one-on-one right. um, or the Aztecs could have gotten the ball back. Instead, they had another foul and two free throws. But it was weird. It's just something you don't see very often in college basketball. Back and forth. But, yeah, they kind of outlasted them in the last seven to eight minutes. Just looked like they had some more legs left, which is you don't expect when they're playing at altitude. Usually it's Wyoming that... Whereas the other teams out, well, they were, San Diego State with the depth, they're banged wore up. Them out they were banged the up, you know, missing four guys. Um, and and I, I can't remember his name, but this is number twenty four for the for Wyoming, Hunter Maldonado, fantastic. Yeah, he was really good. My God, he was fantastic. He was all over the place. And, well, but you could see their offense was basically let him back, yeah. the guy in, and then either he shoots over him or tries to pass it to one of the other four guys. That's what they did, and it worked really well for them. And you could see him though at the end. I mean, he had he had played I think every minute of that game, Ben, and at the end he. Just he was gassed. He was gassed. So Aztecs take advantage, get a big win, and uh, like you said, big week ahead. So the Aztecs twenty third in the country. They're actually even better in the other metrics and rankings. They're they're twenty third in the net, but they're twentieth in Ken Palm. And do you want to know what they are in the Bart Torvik computer rankings? Literally more than anything. You do. They're eleventh in the country in the Bart Torvik rankings. So the metrics still show very well for the San Diego State team. Uh, now that they're 3-0 in conference play. And again, tomorrow night, uh, 8 p.m. start at Viejas Arena. That's a late one for you, I know. I'll probably Stay be, up for I'll that one. I'll probably be dead asleep. Yeah, you're probably not going to make it to the end of that one. Uh, about well, eight, I can, make, I can make, watch the first half. I'll, I'll watch it for us. Right. Don't worry. I know you will. Looking forward to it tomorrow night. All right, uh, final time out here on Ben and Woods. Come back, and I know you wanted to talk about We don't talk about the, the team that left here much. We have to. But... A lot of people, even the the fans who are still fans of that team, are going, what the heck was Brandon Staley doing yesterday in their season finale against the Broncos? I Thank God for unanswered prayers, Ben. If they were here, as upset as we get about games, 162 games for the San Diego Padres, I shudder to think what our reaction would have been like this morning. Didn't make a lot of sense. We'll uh, go through it coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Careful, fear, and dead devotion. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Tower 97 through the fan brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. It's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster. Schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I will admit, I did not watch this sporting event yesterday, but I have to imagine it was probably the biggest sporting event in the Dakotas in a long time. You see the FCS College Football Championship game. I did. South Dakota State versus North Dakota State. It's a battle for the Dakotas. It was the battle for the Dakotas. And uh, North Dakota State's the perennial power. They've won nine titles, 9-0 and in the championship game. They lost to South Dakota State. The Jackrabbits winning their first ever title, 45-21. to The other SDSU. The other, word. yeah, the one that sometimes gets people confused because they also go by SDSU. And they actually have a football title at their school now. Yes, they which, do. Which uh, the one here eludes us does not have and doesn't appear to be closing in on at the moment. I'd say, yeah, that's a safe. Although we talked to Dennis uh, Dodd earlier, and he said this this year he thinks is a good year for San Diego State. Big Twelve, Pac Twelve, someone's coming calling, and you know that's the next step. You know, TCU, remember, was in the Mountain West. Yep. What. Ten years ago? Yep. It wasn't that long ago. Nope. It wasn't that long ago that they were not even like a dominant team in the Mountain West. They were like an, a middle to upper level Mountain West team. Maybe just like a skosh better than San Diego State. And then they got the invitation to the Big 12. They struggled for a couple of years. Then they got a good coach in. They started getting better. And then everything came together this year magically. And guess what? They are now one win away from a college football playoff championship. I'm not saying that... It's already a success. Though. 2005 That's, to 2011. What yeah. what they've done already, win or lose tonight, massive, no. massive success, no, I'm massive, not, massive I'm blueprint. not saying that in 2024 or 2034 that San Diego State will be playing for a college football playoff. I'm just saying that TCU just showed us a blueprint that from Mountain West to college football playoff championship, it can be done. Yeah. Yeah, it, it absolutely can. Um so many things have to fall in your favor, whereas for Georgia and Alabama and, and teams like that, you don't feel like everything's got to click. Um, they get the best recruit. TCU does not get the best recruits. They may now. They may now. This could help them. This is a, certainly a huge, huge boon to their uh, their program, Ben, and, and really the, bl- the blueprint for a smaller school 
to go out there and make a name for themselves. Utah was also in the Mountain West until 2011. They've won back-to-back Pac-12 titles, gone to back-to-back Rose Bowls. How long has Boise State ridden that game against Oklahoma? 2007? <laughs> Dude, I mean, you're like, man, that Boise State, 15 years later, you know, we're still talking about that game, so it is possible. Um, I wanted to rip on the Chargers, though, because that was fun. All right, we'll do yesterday. that after our last check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, so the Chargers knew going into yesterday's game against the Broncos that there was nothing at stake. Literally nothing. There because, was no moving the up. There was Ravens no moving down. Lost to the to the Bengals. The Ravens were locked into the sixth seed, and the Chargers were locked into the fifth seed. So win by 50, lose by 50, didn't matter. They were going to Jacksonville to face the Jaguars this weekend in the wild card round. Game means absolutely nothing at all. So the question is, why are your starters, first of all, in the game at all, but then in the game into the second quarter, into the third quarter, still out there with the possibility of getting injured? And then, of course, a one, at least one of them ends up getting injured in the second quarter. Mike Williams goes down. Two of them limped off. With one a, of them went to the yeah, locker room. Mike Williams went down with a back injury, had to be helped off the field, did not return. X-rays were negative, but... He's expected to get more tests today, and I saw the tweets from reporters who were at the game saying, "Yeah, he had to be helped out of the locker room." Oh, they showed you know, they showed him the, on the cart, yeah, and them like gingerly walking him into the locker room. Now, okay, and not just anybody, but Mike Williams, who has a history, long history of injuries. I was just going to say, season. Why, him of all people, why in the world? Why did he? You should have told him stay in your Viore joggers and your tennis shoes. Don't even think about suiting up for today's game, Mike. Next week is too important. We can't go up in the seedings. We can't go down in the seedings. The only thing that can happen, the only thing that can happen is you could get injured. That's it. And I'm telling you, we come in here after 162 regular season games. Sometimes we're in a good mood. Sometimes we're scratching our heads going, how do you lose that game last night? Bob, what were you thinking going to blank when this guy owns it? We parse those games out for sometimes four hours at a time. This would have killed me, Ben, if the Chargers were here and they were playing down where Snapdragon Stadium sits right now, and we came in here this morning, big Charger fans, rooting hard for the Chargers in our city. I don't know that I would have made it in. I would have snapped. You would have finally seen me snap. After that display yesterday, and his, so the excuse that they gave for him on the the broadcast was fantastic. Did you hear that? Did, well, were you watching the game? Yeah, I I, I really wasn't. So I, they said he doesn't want to admit he was watching. They no, I was said, watching the golf tournament. All right, actually, all right. They said that he said, you know, I was coaching uh, a Chicago Bears team where we rested a lot of players and we came out flat for the playoffs. That's the risk you run. What's that is a possibility, yes. Also, that Bears team didn't have the kind of dynamic players you have here. Or not here, there. You run that risk. You take that risk. What do I always say? You've got to make moves that can cover your ass. And you can't bring any glaring attention to your team. He's getting roasted, and deservedly so. Joey Bosa just back from injury. You're going to run him out there? Get him a series, one series to get back into the feel of the game, and then you're done. He rested all of his starters for all the preseason, and he's running these guys out there in a meaningless Week 18 game? He also went with the uh, the old tired hey, excuse. We only, we only have 48 players, players, so we got to play some of them. And, yes, 
you will have to play some starters some during the game. I get that. I, the, the Bucks handled it well. Tom Brady went in, got his nine completions, played a, a quarter plus um, to set his uh, break his own record in completions, and then sat down for the rest of the day. And the Bucks lost to the Falcons, and no one cared because you know they're going to be healthy and you know sharp but ready to go. It, it did feel like oh. they, that Brandon Staley pushed it way too much with his Bro. starters in that game. And you again allegedly weren't watching. Austin Eckler takes a handoff near the goal line and gets depleted, depleted helmet right to the side of the shoulder, Ben, and flat on his back. The entire linebacker Jewel, I think, was his name. His entire body weight fell on Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, you're not winning a playoff game as if Austin Eckler's hurt. Okay. Uh, Joey Bo said left the game. Kenneth Murray questionable to return. Mike Williams was carted off. It's just you haven't had a bye in over two months. Oh my it God. came in the last weekend of October. I'm getting upset, and I don't even care about that team. I'm getting livid, livid. That's it's 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 inexplicable. It just makes no sense. It, you're not playing for one single solitary thing. I could almost understand if you're playing for a first-round bye. I could almost understand if you're playing for a better seed in a home game. Nothing, man. You are locked in before kickoff. It is inexplicable. It's inexplicable. It makes no sense. So if they win, uh, good chance they'll have to go to Kansas City to face a rested, top-seeded Chiefs team in another divisional matchup. Um, of course, you know, still... Would have to be either the Bills or the Bengals on the way to the Super Bowl as well. It's a long, tough road. Three straight road games against three good teams to try to get there. To me, this is you know they're not. They're, this is not going to be their year. And I'm hope like maybe that's me, my wishful thinking. They they have the talent. They, they always seem to have the talent, but I don't think it's coming together this year for the Chargers. Mm. And without Mike Williams, he's such an important secondary target. They get a hope that he gets better quickly. And will be available for their game in a short week, by the way, because they're playing Saturday night against the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. So cross-country and Saturday night. That condenses the preparation uh, for the playoff game by an entire day as well with travel, almost two days with travel and the short week. So that makes it even tougher for the Chargers going forward. Lord, man. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. It. I mean, is anyone not cheering for the Bills in the playoffs at this point? I know. I, you have to. It's it's going to be – they're going to be America's team. They're opening against the Dolphins on Sunday. Should be big favorites in that game. Everyone's going to be pulling for them. Um, you know, I mean, you know, unless you're a fan of one of the teams, like, <laughs> in particular, they'll be – they'll be the team that all the eliminated teams fans probably gravitate toward or the – just the fantasy football players and the the casual football fans who don't have a rooting interest. Everyone's going to grab. They would have had a lot of people Bills. rooting for them. I think, uh, regardless, of, like whether or not the Demar Hamlin just thing with ever the history happened. Of the Bills I think and... last year's AFC Championship. I mean, amazing game between them and Cincinnati. That's, so I think it's the best game I've ever seen in my life. I think so many people saw <laughs> that in their mind. They're like, yeah, I'd like to see that team like take the next step forward now. Yeah, my son. You like their coach. You, like, you like Josh Allen. Of course, it's, of course. You like what they've done, and and you like that community. You know, you feel like that. They've community. had a tough year. They've too. had a really Jim tough Nance year. went through it. I mean, not just Hamlin, the but shooting, the shooting. They've had uh, a bunch of other things. Just uh, the weather. I mean, 
I heard people like, are dying like in cars. Forty-five people yeah. died. Died just in the bad weather that they've had in the winter. It's been so brutal in Buffalo this winter. Yeah, tough not to root for them. Now my son, you know, Bo is a diehard Bengals fan since last season. So if they square off in an AFC Championship game, it's going to be a house divided because I think I'll be rooting for. I think I'll be rooting for the Bills. So the Bengals have an interesting run. So they have a rematch of this this game yesterday. The Ravens they play them again, but. Could be, you know, facing Lamar Jackson this time. And then if they win, they go to Buffalo to play that game that never got played. That would have been played in Cincinnati. Then it would be played in Buffalo in the divisional round of the playoffs, assuming the Bills uh, beat the Dolphins. That would be your matchup in the second round of the playoffs. Is that so. not the one they're doing at a... No, it no. would be the be Kansas AFC City against game. Buffalo would be moved to a neutral site. But only those, and the Bills. Two. Only, yeah, those only those two. Only those two. If the Chiefs play anyone else, it'll be in Kansas City. If the Bills play anyone else, it'll be in Buffalo. But if the Bills and Chiefs, the one and two seeds, both advance to the AFC Championship, they will play it at a neutral site. Now, I Do they, they know announced. Where yet? I, I know they asked Indy, but Indy said no, they couldn't do it. That, Imagine think, turning that. I think game they felt down. like it was kind of. I guess it was our. I don't know if the stadium was already booked or something with another event. But they monster felt like jam. they couldn't do it. <laughs> we have Monster way. Jam here this weekend. I saw Bo and the, the <laughs> family, and next they're going next weekend while I'm gone. Yeah, they got two weekends of Monster Jam and then Motocross. Staff Dragons uh, is filled with dirt right now. So I don't know. I don't think they've announced where that game would be played. I guess, I, I mean, the idea would probably be to have it somewhere kind of in between Kansas City and Buffalo, which Indy made a lot of sense in that respect, yeah. kind of right halfway in between both of them. I don't know where else you'd look. You, do you do it indoors you or want, do you well, do it outdoors? I don't know. You want to risk a terrible weather game when you didn't have to in January? But it was going to be in Arrowhead or Buffalo. Buffalo. Would be would have been so outside it's be, in a bad weather you gotta game. You've got to keep it outdoors, I think. So, don't you? I mean, you could. Soldier Field? That'd yeah. be cool as hell. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah Chicago would be cool as hell. Oh, Green Bay would be interesting. Did you see the coaches last night? During that game, did you see their noses? Their ears. I was wondering what was wrong Bro, with Dan Campbell. Was that just cold? That's the cold. I'm if I'm him, I'm in full mask. His nose was Rudolph. It looked red. like it was. He was both sunburnt. I just and frosted. I just could feel it, and I you know how they felt when they got done with that game. Just that sick. I've frozen to death feeling. Um, it was cold watching. It was, I was butt cold watching. I felt I felt for Chirico because they're doing that game freezing at Lambeau Field, and at the end they announce and. Next Sunday night, we'll be headed to Cincinnati for Ravens and Bengals on a night game where it could be very, very cold as well in Cincinnati in January. So can we not get one of the California games or something indoors, please? I am so glad in January. we live here. I'm just so glad every day I'm more thankful. If you've never lived in weather like that, uh, don't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it's it. Not, it, doesn't, it doesn't toughen you up. Speaking of Dan Campbell and the Lions, can we just bring back the Jamal Williams, yes. all that audio from earlier today? It was just so good. I hate to only play it once. Yeah, the, the, especially the What we're supposed to do, bring back the good stuff later, and we always fail to do. But yeah, this, was, this was from Do Do This, uh, the quirky new star of the NFL so that we, we didn't really know we needed. We knew him a little bit a little because bit. I went back, I was looking through the archives, and this made the rounds in the last 24 hours on social media, but we played this back in August when the Lions were on hard knocks. Here's Jamal Williams. Uh, you know, coach says, all right, Jamal, break him down. We did play this, and it was incredible. Jamal Williams, break it up. Bring it up, bring it up. Well, let y'all know, man, today is the minimum of effort. Do not give up. Do not feel like you're tired. Were you tired? Think of last year and think of that f-ing record. 
Every time I get tired or I think I can't go no more, I think of that record. Last year wasn't it. That ain't us. We can make it. Have some heart. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry because I care about y'all. Do your best. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Who don't want to play with that guy? Dude, we've had. like fired up. We've had the Hard Knocks producer and creator on the show several times. Like that's, you get that moment. You're like, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy I'm rooting for. Let's key in on him. And then he was, uh, he was in the news uh, last week on January 2nd. He was at his locker and we played this earlier. I don't watch TV. You didn't hear about it? I'm trying not to cuss. I don't care. I just want to play football and go home. You're holding me. You're holding me right now. I just want to go home and play Pokemon. We go home and play Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. Don't do that. You can't disrespect Pokemon like that. Pokemon. Pokemon. You sound like old. I got my nephew some Pokemon cards. They're kind of a big deal. Yeah. I don't know what cards you got on. They must have sucked because you you calling them Pokemon. But it's a fine. Never mind. I'm off topic. Come on. My bad. So we, we knew we liked oh, Jamal Williams. So but sorry. now we found out he really does. He likes Pokemon. He likes anime. Dragon Ball Z and Naruto anime. And it was the uh, the Naruto anime that inspired his introduction uh, during the Sunday Night Football last night you know, on NBC. Paul Rindle, yeah. tight end, San Diego yeah. State yeah. University, exactly. or whatever. First swag, guys, Kage, leader of the hidden village of the demon. <laughs> yes, first swag, Kazakage, leader of the hidden village of the den. Yeah. <laughs> First swag, Kazakage, leader of the hidden village of the demon. What do you, if you're the producer and you're like, you let it roll. All right, we need, we're just rolling on these things. Yes. Do you like say? Do you want to do a real one? No, I'm no, good. I'm good. That's no, good. That's, you want that? That's it. I'm good. And then last night after the game, man, uh, this is my favorite. The on field, uh, they were talking to Jared Goff, and then Jamal Williams is there talking to him on the field on Sunday Night Football, and the way that this just the tone changes in like in the blink of an eye was just incredible. Jamal, you set the franchise record. You broke Barry Sanders' record. What does that mean to you? Uh, my great-grandfather died on me. I'll just dedicate this to him. I'm just proud. I'm just grateful to do this for him. My grandfather, he was 92, but I'm just grateful for him to be in my life, and I'm grateful to be able to play football and do this for him. So... There's a lot of memories, a lot of emotion happening right now, but I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me, and I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We made, we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked, their, picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I got to say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm Former Packer Incredible. right here. I saw you talking to Aaron. The switch is... He just flipped it. He's, I mean, went, it was genuine emotion. I will kill you. But then he turned it off and yeah. then went right to the disrespected, nobody believed in us card. And the season. Now, you were playing at Lambeau, and they were playing for a playoff spot. I get why everyone thought the Packers were going to win that. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We made, we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked, their, picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I got to say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. He's also very clear that he does not watch TV. He made that. 
he abundant wants point people to know a couple of times. He does not he, watch television. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around his mug. If he listened to the radio, he'd know that all of our guests appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. They've money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. If you guys, if you guys come back tomorrow, we'll come back tomorrow. How's that sound? Yeah, Deal? sounds good. All right, Kyle Paul's coming in, uh, replacing Braden, who's up at the uh, TCU game today. Coach John Kateri coming up next for Paul Reinel for Stephen Woods. I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Monday from all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three. The thing. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.